Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. I am sharing with you six traits that I've noticed and very highly successful people. And I feel like these are just so important for you to know and understand as I've observed them over and over and over and over again. And it's interesting to me because we will think that success feels mysterious. It feels like luck. It feels like chance. Or like on the flip, you're just like, oh, just work hard. You know what I'm saying? And like, yes, we're going to obviously put in work. I don't believe in luck. Right. But in terms of like, obviously we can have like very blessed lives, but I don't think things just like randomly fall out of the sky. I feel like we were aligning to them energetically and in action all along and then like boom alignment. But I do think that where we don't necessarily think and spend our time strengthening is in this area of these quote unquote like soft skills and honestly like personality traits. And I don't mean like, oh, you're introverted or you're extroverted or whatever. You'll hear what I mean in the episode. And it's just so important to be like strengthening these areas if we want to be people who have a lot in the world. So I'm going to let you dive into that inside the episode. And I want to let you know about some really important things like happening in my world right now. So by the time this is out, I will have spilled the tea on the August Masterclass. I'm going to just let you know what it is right here. So the August Masterclass is Bless the Dip. I am so excited to teach this because it's basically how to navigate and come out on top of income dips, both in frequency and then also in strategy. It's really interesting because I feel like there's a lot of talk around this concept of the dip of like, oh, make it mean nothing. Oh, they're just seasonal like this, that, and the other. And I, my business has experienced quote unquote dips, meaning like in a 30 day period, an extremely few number of times um, over the lifespan of my career. And there, and I really believe there's a reason for that. And part of it is the way that I actually leverage being in the dip to not only strengthen myself, but to accelerate and refine my business. And I think that that is a big attributor. Is that a word? You know what I mean? A big attributor to why dips are not common in my world. So, but we also see people go through a dip and it just lasts 30 days, dips and it lasts months. And it's like, why is one person's lasting 30 days and the other person's is lasting months? And like, this isn't fucking mysterious. Like there's actually reasons for this. And so I really want to help you basically be able to transcend the dip So there is a high-level podcast episode about this. What I talk about in the training is not going to be what's on the episode. We are going to be getting very specific so that you understand exactly how I am ensuring that my business is not having these quote-unquote big dips. And when they have occurred on occasion, my process for understanding why, um, for looking at myself, and then for basically inserting solution so that it ain't a problem, right? So if you would like to join Bless the Dip, head to episode notes. And it's just incredible that I'm even teaching this inside of a masterclass. So make sure to be there. Also, the vault is now live. The vault houses all of the masterclasses that I've ever taught. They're so fucking incredible. Literally, each one of them could actually be like a 3K program. 
Um, but again, I really pack the value into my lower ticket offers, just like I do in all of the other places in my business. Um, because why the hell would I create something if it's not going to be potent and like extremely useful um, for your mind and also for your frequency and how you're doing life business money? Next up, I want to share my September program that is going to be launching, which is Call Me Daddy. I cannot wait for Call Me Daddy. I actually have not really seen anything like it. But again, I am all about not just teaching you about the obvious things that are really important, such as strategy, such as frequency, but also the areas where people don't tend to invest, but actually it's slowing down their business by not having a high level of mastery in these other areas. And so one of them is our leadership. And so Call Me Daddy is a business leadership program that is going to be all about strengthening how you show up as a client to create fast lane results. Like I've definitely noticed that people invest thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and then actually don't know how to best leverage the container to maximize their results. And we obviously want to close that gap because we're not just spending money to spend money. We want to be that person who basically flies, and this is me, no matter what room we're in, right? And so there's ways that we do that to ensure that's the case. Second to that, we're going to be diving into how you evolve as a mentor to where powerful humans love to come and stay in your world. This is a huge one as well. Everybody's like, I want high-level clients, this, that, and the other. And something that I've shared on social media is I often have the experience and have for my whole career of, as an example, even as a business and money mentor, people hiring me who make just as much money as I do or more, right? And there's something to that because that's not the quote-unquote norm. And so I want to share how my mentorship has evolved how I like what I prioritize inside my mentorship for me to be the type of person who calls that sort of human in. Not that like, oh, that's the only type of person for me to mentor. Obviously not. Obviously most of my clients are at different, you know, different places on the journey that are along the way to getting where I am. But I'm just using that as an example, right? Because most people wouldn't think that they'd be like, oh, well, if you're a business coach, why would someone be hiring you who makes just as much money as you do? And there are reasons for that, right? And then beyond that, it's also being that type of person where people actually really froth to want to learn from you. And this is huge because everybody's focused on marketing, selling, making more money, and those things are important, but they're not even understanding what type of mentor is the type of mentor where people really floth like a moth to a flame and not only come in, but then decide to stay. There's no big fucking business without a lot of client retention. And so this is going to really teach you what I prioritize inside being a mentor and how this has evolved over time to where clients continue to froth staying in my world. The third component is going to be how to strategize boundary and deliver your offer suite for potency, client retention, ease, and an enticing client journey. This is another thing. If people invest once and they're like, okay, boom, out, like your business is not growing, right? And so this isn't any weird thing about like, oh, withholding information in containers, X, Y, and Z. Like that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is strategizing, boundaring, and delivering your offer suite in a really potent way. And not only for client retention, but for ease in your business for you. And then also to where people actually want to go through the client journey in your world. And I feel like this is an area in particular, people just like throw offers up against the wall and don't actually understand how they're building their brand, how they're impacting the perception that your audience has of you and your business. And we want to build businesses that are really fucking solid, right? 
we're like the brand is solid. Like I joke call, um, for Call Me Daddy, the vibe is bring the big dick energy that builds your business as strong as Fort Knox. You know what I'm saying? And so that's actually something that like gets to be done on purpose. That's not just a time game. And so we and so much of it is your offer suite and the delivery of it and how you are actually strategizing within all of your containers, meaning like private, big masterminds, mini masterminds, programs, masterclasses, right? We want them all to can actually contribute to the growth of your business and to the strength of your brand and client retention. And so this is an area where I have deep mastery. I've always been someone who can literally sell any offer type with ease, not a problem. And there's a reason to that, right? People, it is very normal for people to stay in my world for years. There's a reason for that. So there is so much that we are going to be diving into. And like I said, the anchor is honestly is business leadership, right? From the perspective of being a client, from a perspective of being a mentor, and for perspective of like strategizing our offer suite. And I don't mean like this isn't going to be about like, oh, like what, like what you should include, meaning like I'm not going to be teaching you like, oh, you need to have a program on X. You need to have a program on Y. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, again, like the strategy you bring to the development of your offer suite and then how you deliver it um, because and how you position it and think about it when you're thinking about the categories across private, masterminds, mini masterminds, programs, masterclasses, et cetera, so that they're actually strengthening your brand, right? We're not going to have fucking graveyard of retired offers and like all of this different drama. I want you building like a very fucking solid business from jump. I have never retired a single program, like never needed to. I have extremely high client retention. I call in clients that I actually want to work with. Like everything is fucking working. And it's by design. This isn't luck. I've actually strategized this very intentionally. So I'm going to be teaching you all of that inside Call Me Daddy. We start in September. I'm also really excited because I have a mini mastermind experience happening on the week of August 28th. For all of you who are inside of the summer bundle, and so the summer bundle includes Hottest Shit on the Internet Call Me Daddy, and then all the master classes. So th- uh, from now until the end of Call Me Daddy. So first up would be uh, Bless the Dip. And then, or if you're in the new program and master class bundle, which is going to be Overflow, which was my newest money program on existing in a perpetual state of access with money. Fuck, it's so good. I love that program. Um, How to Show on the Internet, Call Me Daddy. And again, all the master classes from now till the end of Call Me Daddy. If you are in either of those bundles, you are automatically included in the pop-up mastermind experience, and it is only being offered to those of you in the bundles. So if you want those programs and you also want to have this opportunity to be in close proximity with me um, that week of August 28th, then please make sure to jump in the bundles. The links are in episode notes. And then also Fempire, my highest level mastermind for those of you stepping into 30K and 100K cash months, is currently enrolling. Also, if you want to secure your space, even for going into 2024, please make sure to reach out to me and let me know um, so we can have a spot for you or just to like chat about it being the right fit for you. I also want to share too that my private mentorship pricing is going to be increasing at the end of August. And my private mentorship is moving to pay in full before you start. So you're still able to put down a deposit. You're still able to be on payment plans, but those payment plans um, would need to be complete before our start date. 
Um, so right now at the current pricing, you're able to join for three or six months. Or um, if you are already a private client, you're able to re-sign at three or six months. And then once I get to my new pricing, which I believe is going to be um, coming in at the end of August, then I will be signing on people for three, six, or 12 months. So that is the vibe. As always, you are able to rate and review the podcast, um, send in your screenshot, which I highly recommend screenshotting it before you hit submit because Apple can take ages to assistant at jocelynkellyreed.com for $200 off any offer in my world of higher price point than the credit or more. And if you are early, oh my gosh, how could I forget these? If you are earlier in business looking to step into five figure months, make sure you join us inside the cohort. It's the fucking everything for harmonizing your feminine and masculine. It's literally, it's like strategy, it's energetics, it's launching, it's selling, it's offer creation, like it's healing, it's wealth consciousness, it's actual soup to nuts. It's such an incredible space. And then if you're wanting to be in a business mastermind with me, so you're kind of like past that level of the cohort and perhaps aren't ready for Fempire, or you just want to see what it's like to be in a mastermind experience with me, make sure you join us in 888 we're an early bird now. 888 is my only eight-week business mastermind. This will be the last time, obviously, that it opens this year because we start in September, and I'm not sure when I'm opening it again next year. So this is very like a uh, critical opportunity, and it's really going to be focused on the strategy and the energetics to get you to that next level in your business. It's eight weeks, so it's a lot. It's like a zoom zoom frequency. I'm also really excited because I'm going to be doing a training on how I fucking stacked the cash like crazy. Um, for Black Friday last year. I mean, I did like 300K in, it was over 300K cash in that last part of the year. It was just insane. I had my first like 178,000 sales uh, week. Like we were just fucking on fire. So, and people are like, Dandy, you're a son. Like, are you crazy? So I'm going to be doing a training in 888 on how to really fucking crush it at the end of the year. Um, so you're definitely going to want to be part of that. And there's also a content library. When you join, you have access to the prior rounds, um, hot seat coaching calls, and then we start live in September. And so that's going to be eight hot seat coaching calls. I'm in Voxer Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you also have your trainings and we just fucking hit it. Like I love it. It is so exciting. So if you want to join us on early bird, come claim your space and then for all the places to play in my world in a self-led way, the offers are now on my website. Not all of them are in the drop-down, but they're on the home page. Um, if you just like scroll down, you can see the full offer suite. So if you have any questions at all, just shoot me a DM. Happy to point you in the right direction. I love you so much. Enjoy the episode. Today, I'm going to be vibing out on six traits of highly successful people. I am someone who has been diligent <laughs> about studying the qualities of highly successful people in the world. So people who really create the extraordinary, because some of these qualities or what I would call soft skills in a way are areas where I don't feel like enough of us actually really legitimately think about and intentionally strengthen and invest in strengthening and step into embodying on purpose because everybody is so worried about like, how do I make more money? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do that? Right. And I'm not saying there's no validity to the question of how, in fact, often there's a lot of validity to it. 
but it's one piece of the equation. And I genuinely feel like so much of the reason for my rapid success, in addition to obviously like I'm someone who is just gun blazing, guns blazing, trailblazing, I stay moving, I know how to take care of myself, I understand strategy, I understand energetics, I'm always in long-term mentorship, like all these different things. But it's like, there's the things like that, right? That you may see me talk about on social media all the time, et cetera, et cetera. But also it's just like, I feel like I have this innate understanding and I will also say studied understanding. You'd be surprised how many documentaries and books, et cetera, I read about very well-known people because the blueprint is often the same. The blueprint is often the same. And then I just love the stories. Like if I'm going to read about people, why wouldn't I want to read about people doing big things? No matter, honestly, whether they're, whether they're fictional or you know people who've existed in real life, but it just blows my mind how consistent the blueprint is. And then like we act confused about like what it takes to be successful. So today I'm going to be diving into six of the top traits that I've seen because I feel like this is really important for us to anchor on the journey. So first is vision. Good fucking God. If you don't have vision, you literally do not have a guidance system for where you're going. And I'm not talking about that you need to know exactly how you get there. I'm not talking about that you need to know exactly what it's going to look like, like at the end of the day, like all of these, you know, like details and like things that just kind of reveal themselves as we go along the journey. But it's that like, for some people, it's more specific. And for some people, it's just that like feeling in your heart that you're here for something really big. And you just know, right? And so there's not the question of like, oh, can I be successful? How do I be successful? Da, 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 da. We're like, this is not the entry point in. The entry point in is like, I know I'm here for big shit. And I most recently watched um, Tina Turner's documentary, Tina. And she was in some situation. So y'all all know, like queen of rock and roll, doing incredible things. Obviously, one as a woman, and then two as a black woman during you know the peak of her era is pretty unbelievable. And... And especially because like it was before the era of social media and like even even the having the opportunity to like blow up from YouTube like Justin Bieber did or whatever it is, right? Like obviously no matter what, when we get to the top, we're going to fucking, everybody's going to nod, right? And we're not going to be like, oh, but you got there this way and you got there that way. Like I don't mean that, but I just mean she's one of those examples of just like a crazy story where it's legitimately just like a normal person before the, the era of time we're in, where you can even leverage a tool like social media for ma- for massive exposure. And like she became the queen of rock and roll, like singularly became the queen of rock and roll. Like it's just insane. So I was watching her documentary and I can't remember exactly what's going on, but like one of her agents, like the, the firm that he was working with, like basically wanted to drop her. And he asked her, what did she want? And I might misquote the number, but at this time, literally, she was like traveling around, like doing little giggy things at like bars. You know what I mean? Like that kind of vibe. And she told him that she wanted to be on stage. I think she said in front of 180,000 people. And I was just like, holy fuck. And like pretty soon after, of course, in the film, they just, you know, they show her dancing, singing in front of these like insanely huge sold out stadiums. 
And like, I just had chills watching that. And I'm like, wow, talk about the power of having vision for yourself. Talk about the power of manifestation where your vibe is just no matter what. Talk about the staying power, the commitment, the work ethic. I mean, while I was watching this, the way like her performances, the level of just physical activity and she would go on tour. I, I can't remember. It was like one tour, I think it was 200 shows. I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? And like, well, I'm not trying to do all that. Like respect, you know? And I just love that like when she was a quote unquote nobody, she was still able to boldly say, this is what I want. This is where I'm going, right? And this is the thing that I see so many women not do. They will not claim exactly what they want for fear that they cannot have it, right? But if we think about getting to the top, even if you might have a little fear, your desire, your decision, your knowing about where you're going and what you get to have is literally bigger, louder, stronger than any other frequency, And like, I really ask of you, have you actually made a decision, like an unwavering decision about where you're going, right? So for me, it's like, I've always felt the bigness. I've known that I'm here for massive impact, massive wealth. I've seen myself on really big stages, right? Like I know that I am someone where the world will know my name. And I don't mean the type of like Hollywood celebrity where literally you can't like walk down the street without people knowing you. Like I'm not really trying to have it like that, you know, like I still love my lifestyle, but think more about like a Gabby Bernstein or something like that, right? Where it's like people know who you are, but you can still live your life. And of course, someone could might come up to you in the airport when you're walking down the street, but you know what I mean? You're not, you haven't, like the world hasn't become so fascinated with you that like you start living in a fishbowl. I'm not interested in that vibe, but you get my point. And it's like, I've always known this. I've always known that my work is here to be, to make impact. Even when I'm no longer here, like I think about the impact Louise Hay had on my life during my health crisis. That was part of what initiated me into my healing journey and ultimately into where I am today. And I was like, wow, look how this woman is impacting me. I can't remember if she died before then or right after then. There were, it was all kind of mixed in in the same time. But I reference her often. I'm like, this is so crazy. Like, this woman is not even alive and people still talk about her. Think about all the different celebrities and like musicians whose music we listen to and they're not here anymore, right? And their quote unquote businesses are still making bank. And think about when someone passes away who's been well-known, it's like the world grieves them and their impact. Like just so fucking cool that one human can take up so much space, can be so singularly committed to their vision that they can have a ripple effect in people's lives, hearts, minds, who they will never know, who they will never meet. And many of them, they will. But it's like, God, don't you want to leave the planet going like, oh, my mission was fulfilled. My mission was fulfilled. And like, of course, in my world, right, we're also doing it next to having the juicy relationships and also really feeling solid within ourselves. Like, obviously, we see a lot of big names like get to the top and it ain't solid, right? Or there's just been like 
pounding over loads and loads of trauma, for example, in Tina Turner's case, without really having it addressed and it catches up to you, right? We know this. So it's like, it's also understanding. And I just want to say this as a side note that like you can have the success without the cost and just meaning like the cost to your life. And I want to remind you, because I'm sure there's someone who's so afraid that being massively wealthy and massively well-known means that X, Y, and Z is going to happen because of how you've seen power play out on the world stage. But you have to remember that there's like low frequency and high frequency ways of expressing power, right? And so we tend to see that in the low frequency ways, if this is what we see with a lot of, you know, these like Wall Street scammers and things like that, right? It comes at a cost, right? Literally, there's death, there's suicide, there's addiction, there's really toxic relationships, there's prison, there's <laughs> like, I'm sure you can all count off like 20 different people where we've seen, we've seen the fall, but you look at how they acquired the wealth and like, are we surprised? It was built on like lies, intentional lies, intentional manipulation. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like basically intentionally moving in ways that we know in it. And like, I think of like Donald Trump, I think of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I think of who was that guy, Bernie Madoff, right? Who ran the biggest uh, Ponzi scheme, that huge hedge fund. Like it's always the same thing, right? But then it doesn't have to look like that. Like I think Mother Teresa died worth 20 million. I'm not saying we all need to be Mother Teresa, but you get my point, right? It's like we know to do the work. We are coming up in an era where we are like very awake and very attuned to what catches up with us if we don't address it. So in my mind is like, okay, but you know how to take care of yourself. You know how to get support for the things that you need to get support on so that you're not just powering through them so that they don't wind up quote unquote catching up with you. And even if it wouldn't have put you in prison because you're someone who has a high moral code, right? It would have caught up to you in health or like some other type of way or just generalized anxiety and like all of these different ways that, right, what's not attended to within us will surface and manifest, right? So we know to walk out our journey of staying committed, staying focused, moving forward, no matter what, with take care of self, rest, address trauma, take care of your body, take your health very seriously, take your mental health seriously, take your spiritual health seriously, take your emotional health seriously. We know to do both things, right? So we don't need to play victim to what success has looked like for other people. And a lot of people do that. And in my mind, like I've always said, I'm like, the more money I make, the better it is for the fucking planet and for every woman who ever comes across my work, my world, right? Why? Because you can largely only take people as far as you've taken yourself, right? And so, and I don't just mean that in like a financial sense. I mean that like, yes, in one way you could say financially, although I've had plenty of clients and do who make as much money as I do or more, right? Because it's not always about that. It's not just about the money. It's the way that I do it. It's the level of ease. It's the power I embody, the clarity, my mind for strategy, all of these different things to where I have been able to serve people who perhaps have just been in business longer than I have. And so perhaps are making, you know, X amount of money or made more money than I have or whatever it is, right? And still help them grow their businesses, right? It's my brain for business. So that would be like a very tangible way where I'm like, okay, cool. There's the the exception, right? But largely what I mean is even from a place of like, not just the finances, but it's like from a place of relationally and how we relate, from a place of our power, from a place of our wisdom, from a place of teaching to our walked experience, from a place of 
teaching to our embodiment and like all the things that channel through us, we can't teach to a level of consciousness that we don't have, right? We can't teach really to a level of something that we haven't embodied, not with any very firm solidity. And so I'm like, so when I think about even in the case of wealth, well, every time that I walk through a new door and why I love talking about money so much, one of the reasons is like, that's an invitation for someone else to open the door. That's an invitation for someone else to be like, oh my God, she did it. This is available. I can do this too. Right. And to come follow and to come stand beside me and to come do this thing together. Because if we ever want, yes, our individual lives to change, but also the texture of wealth on the world in the world to change, then there have to be more people creating high frequency wealth, right? Because the biggest kind of like anchor point of the matrix is wealth and power and manipulating what those look like, right? To where a lot of good people are like, ooh, I don't want it because of what it comes with. It comes at a cost or it means I'm like X, Y, and Z, right? And then a lot of the people who like to play on the dark side of wealth and power are like, perfect. That's how they think we'll just continue to rule, right? And so it's allowing yourself to see through the illusions that the matrix has created around wealth and power and to allow yourself as a very warm, you know, like loving hearted person, even with your bad bitch boundaries and all the different things to basically defy the matrix, right? Because we're always, we're always going to be in this kind of like quote unquote light versus dark dance. This is part of the duality of literally being on planet earth and it's all good, but you have to understand when you're like playing into the dark and then you have to consciously choose to play into the light. And so much of that is even having an understanding of that context and then truly setting the vision for yourself, right? And like not getting so wrapped up in like, what is in your bio? What is your title? Like yada, yada, yada. Do you need to be able to explain what you do succinctly? Of course, right? And these things are important, but it's like, let the frequency behind you getting there be that bigness in your soul, that bigness in your heart that you, where you just know, you just know that you're here to change the game and you know how you're here to change it. And no matter what, that's the vision that you come back to. So vision is fucking huge. The next thing that I've noticed, number two, is an incredible, incredible, mind-blowing level that I have seen 0.01% of people touch of staying power and resilience. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Spiritual women these days are so fragile that literally they can't keep going in their business if someone doesn't like a fucking post. Can't keep going in the business if someone hasn't bought in seven days. Can you please think about the number of celebrities who have had to go at it and at it and at it again? Sarah Jessica Parker, oh, too ugly to be told she was too ugly to be in Hollywood. All of these writers who were just told no, 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 no. And then like, boom, Harry Potter was birthed. Do you know what I mean? What is her name? JK Rowling. You get my point, right? So many people, please go watch one documentary about one famous person and tell me they do not have staying power and resilience. They literally have to navigate it all. People being like, no, you can't. Your race is a problem. Your sex is a problem. Your weight is a problem. Your face is a problem. This is a problem. That is a problem. No, 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 no. 600 no's, da, 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 until there's the fucking holy yes, right? And even when there's the holy yes, 
Then what comes with more power? Then you've got your keyboard warriors. Then you've got your trolls. Then you've got this and you've got that. Then you've got people manipulating what you said and trying to turn it into something else. Blah, fucking blah. If you do not have staying power and resilience, you will not be able to navigate massive wealth and massive success because everything on this planet comes with duality. In my mind, the good outweighs the quote unquote bad that we deal with, right? But also in my mind is, well, because I'm someone who's intentionally and continues to, in, to intentionally build myself to be solid as fuck to where I can handle the waves, I can handle the things that come up, I can handle the keyboard warriors, I can handle the haters, like I can handle what people have to say about me, not feel the need to debate about it, engage in it, really give any talking light to it, honestly. Like that comes from being someone who's been focused on building myself, who can handle my power, my embodiment being a mirror for where other people are actually at without making it about me. Am I saying that I enjoy those experiences? No. Am I saying that I invite them in? No. But I'm saying that I can be emotionally and spiritually mature enough to see when someone is literally just, it's like what I'm reflecting back to them is too big. So they need to like get relief from that by saying X, Y, and Z, blah, fucking blah, right? And creating stories instead of focusing on their own journey. I can hold that, right? And like I said, there's a certain level of celebrity I don't really desire. I don't want to be followed around all day with a camera. I do not want to have like Kardashian type notoriety, right? Like I'm not trying to have to roll around with a squad just to like go grocery shopping, <laughs> like, or be at a point where I literally can't go in a grocery store because it's no longer physically safe. Like this is not how I'm trying to roll, but you get my point. And so it's just like that staying power and that dedication and that resilience has just got to be there. And I see so many women dipping the fuck out over something that a successful person would like literally laugh in your face about. And that is not to be bitchy. It's to tell you the truth. And I'm not saying they would actually laugh in your face. I say that, you know, jokingly. But what I mean is like, if you actually sit with them and talk to them about their journey, what they've navigated, all the different things, you're like, wow, I'm really turning a molehill into a mountain. Why am I doing this? Why am I playing victim to the journey to becoming extraordinary? If you want to be extraordinary, you need to be able to withstand the heat. <laughs> like this is just part of it. And I also genuinely believe that by being integral with yourself and by being in congruency, you know, with who you are on the internet is who you are behind the scenes and all these different things. I do believe that you attract less of it. Because I, we also see this on the internet all the time. Like, why do some people just get dragged to the fucking trenches? And then other people who have just as much visibility, all these different things, don't as much. And I think it's the people where it doesn't happen as much have, quite frankly, done a lot more internal work and getting themselves solid and integral. And they've just built more resilience to where they're not even necessarily, quite, quote, unquote, needing so many of these experiences to transcend in the first place. And I'm going to say the exception to that, like I said, is a lot of big celebrities because it's like at that point, you know, there's just so many people who know your name. It's impossible to avoid the drama. But even then, you'll see celebrities where some of them just seem to have a lot less of it going on than others. But I'm more talking about the type of success, like where I'm, I'm talking about like massive business success, because that one is like pretty apparent. You likely even notice in the people that you follow 
And so this staying power and resilience is just so wildly underestimated and people feel so legitimized and feeling like a victim because nobody bought in a week or someone didn't like the post or da-da-da-da-da, not realizing that the people who actually are successful, the people who actually have created a name for themselves, the people who actually have clients coming into the world with ease are people who never made those things a problem, are people who are just so committed to their craft, so committed to always being a beginner, so committed to learning new things, so committed to executing those things every single day, so committed to executing them without telling stories, so committed to just fucking moving forward and not playing victim to the path to becoming extraordinary. Is this something that you can actually do? Like seriously, because I see a lot of people not doing it and I'm like, what you are showcasing is not the makings of seven figure, multi seven figure, eight figure realities, right? And that's not to like, so do not turn around and shame yourself because that's also a waste of time and will serve as a great distraction from you actually focusing on strengthening instead. But it's to understand that like we aren't going to be at a place that we can't embody. And so we need to choose level of problem that we're willing to have And like staying power and resilience are just not going to be a fucking problem for me. And so much of the reason that I'm here where I am without like all the drama and all the back and forth and all the one day I feel amazing, one day I don't, this drama, 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 my whole worth is based on money, blah, fucking blah. And I love money, but it's like, I'm not playing that game, right? It's because I am someone who's extremely resilient, who has an incredible amount of staying power because I have a big vision and I'm actually fully unwilling to compromise it. Like the end. The next trait, risk taking. Another one. Guys, like honestly, after this episode, I really want you to look at these six traits and be honest with yourself where you are on a scale of one to 10 and get them all to a 10 if you're serious. (laughs) Risk taking is a huge one. When we are cringing over investing 10K, 20K, 50K, 100K, whatever it is for where you are, like obviously day one of your business, you do not need to invest 100K. So please leverage discernment. It is a fucking joke. When you look at what people put on the line to get where they're going, like when I think of what I see in the coaching industry, people in any other industry would fucking laugh. It's like, if you want to start a product business, if you want to open a restaurant, if you want to do anything, right, that requires, like, for example, physical product, physical location, et cetera, people go out, get loans, they get investors, they do all of these things, they have to leverage themselves. With the most basic example of a restaurant, do you think there's that many people who actually just have the capital to cover all the things that are required for that restaurant? to run like day one? I don't think so, right? So what do they do? They do what it takes to get the capital. It usually takes years, years, years to become profitable. And then I see women in my industry crying because they haven't made their investment back in three months. I'm like, are you joking? Like, honestly, it drives me insane because this was not a problem for me. Like, I was, yes, a little like, woo, making my first investment. Like, it definitely was felt like a big deal, And that was 12K for a four-month container when I literally had that in the bank, no available credit. I couldn't even take out a loan because of my credit situation because I had previously financially destroyed myself. Like literally, my business has been built on fucking cash. I'm like, don't come at me with like, oh, I can't make a 10K investment. It's But I want it all. Like it's just ridiculous. Like, And you hear about every story. I see like 
you know, my mentor who's incredibly successful. And she told me like her first time investing in private mentorship, it was literally like, okay, well, I'm going to be able to like, and she has kids pay rent and and like feed the kids, but like, we got to make money because I just made this huge investment. And then, oh my God, and it was just like a three month container. Oh my God, how am I going to pay for the next three months, the next three months, the next three months after that, right? Multi million dollars later, isn't she glad we did? She did, right? I have absolutely walked the same thing in the beginning of my journey. And of course, as you make more money, which will happen, like, yeah, it becomes you're not, every investment isn't like putting you up against the wall like that. But there's something to being someone who's willing to be up against the wall or willing to do what it takes in terms of like getting a loan or whatever it is to get where you know you're going. And the reason that it's like becomes required in terms of, I don't mean like this is something you have to go do. Obviously, you guys are going to do what you want to do. But there's something about the person who's like, this is required for me because I know where I'm going. I know the help that I want to have. I know who I want to have it with. And I'm not going to be like fucking around with me resourcing myself being a problem. One of my most successful clients, she did not have the money to join the mastermind where she met me in before she became into mine. And she took out a $30,000 loan to join a mastermind. I'm like, do you know how few people would actually do that? And instead they'd be like, oh, I can't afford it. Maybe next time, blah, fucking blah. $30,000 loan. And her big success didn't even come while she was in that mastermind. That still didn't stop her. She then came and joined my mastermind for six months. She then re-signed. She's re-signed, I think, three times. The second time re-signed for another six months painful. The third time re-signed for a year painful, which at the time was $57,000. The woman, I watched the woman go from... 20K months to fucking 100K cash months. How many people can actually say that they would, one, back themselves financially like that, and then not just that, do what it takes on the other side? Because she was fucking moving. She was in her power. She was committed to her vision. She like just took everything and added her magic and flew because she chose to fly. There's not a lot of people who will do that. There's also not a lot of people who are wildly successful. And it's like, and it's not because people can't be, they actually just don't have the, the, the ability to take the risk and make the commitment. Like I have invested multiple six figures into my mentor while also moving into this insane apartment that cost me multiple six figures a month to live in and decorating it, which is costing like $80,000, $60,000. I think I spent fifty. dollars I don't know. We still got more to go. All of these things, right? This isn't because I had millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in the bank. It's because I know what's required for getting where I want to go. I'm going to live at the level I want to live. I'm going to have the mentorship that I want to live. And please, Remember, I did not pay for all of these things in my personal life before I could actually pay for my mentorship. I'm paying for this apartment and all these different things from a place of overflow because I can already pay for multiple years of mentorship. I'm committed for two years with my mentor, right? People are like out there doing the craziest shit with their money and can't even pay for mentorship. It makes no sense. (laughs) This is not what I was doing. But like there's got to be this appetite for risk. And I'm sure you can think of, of any person that you've known or looked up to. And I don't even just mean like in the industry that I'm in, but in the world. And if you study their story, you're going to see how many risks there were. Go back to Tina. Like even when 
She left her abusive ex-husband. Like she just ran off in the night, right? She had no money. She had no nothing. She was afraid he was going to kill her. She had nowhere to go. She just like moved, right? And it was just like the start of everything. And like, yes, a lot of these risks are quote unquote risks are financial, but also a lot of them are just choices that we make in our life. And it's like, are you someone who can withstand the discomfort of taking a risk because you know what's on the other side of that risk for you, not because you're quote unquote trusting in the universe, blah, fucking blah, because you've decided. I'm not sitting around going like, it's okay. The universe supports me. I trust the universe. Although I do, but I'd like, actually the universe just follows my lead. So I don't even even think in the terms of like, I trust the universe. I'm like, the universe is following my lead and I've already decided where this ship is going. And I have an unwavering commitment to that decision, regardless of current evidence, whatever it is, do I stack the evidence of what I've already created and see that to keep me going 100%. But I've had to have that commitment, that dedication, that knowing that backing myself without the evidence over and over and over and over again. And if you always need evidence to move evidence to do something, you will be moving in the slow lane. Like, this is just what it is. There has got to be a certain level appetite for risk-taking, and that is just something that will never change about me, and it is so much of a reason why I am able to constantly my life over and over and over and over again, because I have, like, a healthy relationship to an appetite for risk-taking and just living out the fucking unimaginable. Next quality is the commitment to building a strong mind. This one, look at all the athletes, right? And their level of focus and even the way that they speak about their training and all of these different things, it's like they're not just focused on their physical body and the performance of their physical body. There's so much focus on the mind. How many times have you heard that like your mind will tell you you're tired before your body does? Your mind will tell you you can't do something before your body does. Your mind will say that it's hard before your body does. And then we listen to the mind and we don't focus on strengthening our mind. And I was talking to my mentor and I was asking her something. This was like very early in our mentorship because I would see these things like come up and I'd be like, why did I never have this problem or get like trapped in this kind of thought or whatever it was? She's like, you have such a strong mindset. You just have such a strong mindset about everything. So you're not, you don't get knocked around so much. And I was like, oh, this is true, right? And in a way, it's because of everything that I already went through before I started this business. Like I was just dragged to the floor for five years straight in the depths of hell. So like, you know, that'll fucking build you. (laughs) If you can, like, if you choose to be someone who gets out of it, obviously you're getting a lot stronger. And so sometimes I honestly think this is why you hear the craziest success stories from the people who've had the hardest falls because they've had to build themselves to be such strong people in order to get out. Like, yeah, there will be this element of like, well, in a way they have no fear because they've already been to the floor and they just know like that would not happen again by who they've committed themselves and changed themselves into being. But there's also just this, again, resilience built through being someone who's had to actually navigate hard things. And it's like the people who haven't really navigated anything will sometimes just be very like fragile. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't really going to help. So it's like for some of us, we can have navigated a lot, 
before we get started. Some of us wind up navigating a lot while we're in motion. Some of us have both, right? But you're going to get it somewhere, either before you started, while you're in motion, or they will go hand in hand, being in motion and navigating a lot. I will say there is nothing like what I experienced during my five-year rock-bottom Saturn return that has been anywhere on the level of that that has come up in my business, but I've still been through things in business that would have wiped other people out. But because I built myself through the difficult experiences, I can fucking handle it and keep going, and it doesn't take over my life for months at a time, right? I also, of course, build a sustainable, scalable business where when things do come up, because life is going to come up, seasons are going to come up, they don't impact my business, right? This is the whole point. One of the reasons that we build for sustainability, that we build for scalability is so that your business isn't like getting rocked around all over the place based on what is going on in your life. So if your business, if your money is changing based off what's happening in your life, you don't actually have a sustainable, scalable business. And so this is really good to know so that we can actually work on that. That was a tangent. But bottom line is like there's just got to be this level of commitment to continuously building a strong mind because you are going to be navigating more on the earth plane than most people, quote unquote, navigate in a way because you are going to be traversing a lot more territory than most people traverse, right? Most people traverse going to school, getting married, having kids, and then watching their kids have kids and the end, right? And I'm not saying that that, that's a very reductive way of saying it, but you guys get my point, right? We just kind of traverse stages, you know, old, you know, older age, aging, different things like that. We just traverse like the, the basic things that like anybody, most people would go through in being human. But when you want to traverse the, the, the path to being extraordinary, there is going to be a lot more tones, textures, situations, as you can imagine, just a lot more going on than checking off the boxes of being human. So you need to actually have the mindset to withstand that and to not get so knocked around by it or else it's going to be very hard to get there, right? We want to have ease, but like I always say, the ease is earned, by navigating what we navigate, by choosing how we show up to be. Like I always tell people, they get so worried about the fact they're going through or went through hard things that like they're not integral. I'm like, no, that's not what it is. It's not about what happens to you inside your life. It's about how you choose to handle it. Are you someone who dips out into 6,000 numbing behaviors and can't function in your business for two months? Or are you someone who can do the hard thing and show up for yourself powerfully to where it feels hard at first, but then just how you navigate different things is just at a much higher frequency than how most people would. This is how things change. Because the things that like truly would potentially knock you out, such as death, et cetera, et cetera, that's actually 0.01% of what is actually coming up for most people the majority of the time, right? 99.9% of the time, these are things that are absolutely able to be navigated and there's the person who's built themselves who can really navigate powerfully like a boss and like their habits don't change, the business doesn't change, all these different things even while they're navigating life. And then there's the person who gets knocked out for two weeks, a month, six months, whatever it is, and then is wondering why their business is all over the place. And the difference will be the, the strength of mindset and commitment to understanding, oh my God, I'm going through a hard time. It's even more important to move how I would move. If I wasn't right, like how do you take care of yourself when you when you're feeling amazing? Can you actually do that when you're actually having a quote unquote hard time? And that person is also realized, okay, my business can't only be able to function and be profitable and all these different things and do well 
when I'm in a good mood because I'm on planet earth, right? So we need to build more fortitude in business and honestly, more fortitude within self to enable us to have what is extraordinary. Second to last, understanding the value of long-term mentorship. I'm literally, I am like honestly getting tired of talking about this topic because I can't believe some people still don't get it. Please look at all the athletes, all the celebrities, all the people, you know, in my industry, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone says, till the cows come home, long-term mentorship, long-term mentorship, long-term mentorship, long-term mentorship, and people still don't do it and still don't get it. And it's unbelievable. I'm like, at this point, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Nobody is telling you that you can't make some money if you don't have long-term mentorship. Absolutely no one. I would never say that. But I am talking about extraordinary, insane, next level, blow the fucking top off results, not plateauing, right? Like really creating the extraordinary long-term mentorship is part of that and is not like wavering. It's not like dipping in and out every few months. It is not like it just is. And becoming someone who doesn't need to be excited to invest in themselves, who doesn't need to have a problem to invest in themselves, who doesn't need to be activated, but literally you do it because it's just what you do is fucking life-changing. Being someone who navigates and has the experience of being in spaces where when you're having a time in your life, you're making the most bank ever. When you are really going through a lot, when you are going through a shadowy portal, when you are going through a neutral portal, portal, when you are going through a season of no questions because you just like things are just fucking good. Like there's so many textures to the relationship. And like even one of my private clients who's been with me since the beginning of my business um, you know, like she's noticed that she hasn't been leveraging Voxer as much. And then we mostly just like vibe out on our calls. And she was like, wow, this is so cool. Cause I feel like for the whole first part of the year, I was really in here a lot. And now I've just felt like so solid and focused. I'm like, yeah, well, this is like you experiencing all the work that we've been doing in this first part of the year. And then we just leverage the calls to go really deep. And then she's just felt really solid in between calls, which is fucking perfect. But she's not like, oh my God, now maybe I only need a container that has calls. Maybe I don't need mentorship now. Like she has the emotional intelligence to understand this is a season, right? And there will be another season and another season and another season after that, just like there are seasons to all long-term relationships. And it's just like having that solidity and having 0%, I mean, 0% of your energy searching around the internet to where to go next is like literally the fucking difference between a trailblazer and a follower. Because most people can spend their time dipping out of things every three to six months and like looking for the place to go next, thinking the mentor's mentor is the answer, thinking the the mentor's client's a cheaper version of them, like all these different things and just bouncing around all over the fucking internet and then wondering like where their like multiple seven figure, eight figure businesses are. People who have multiple seven figure, eight figure businesses aren't doing that. <laughs> Like, this is just the truth. You don't have to look around very far to see that. I'm not saying that the journey to the spaces that you want to be in genuinely for the long term might not be a journey. It definitely was for me. I'm not saying that you might not have a couple mentors. Like, I'm in one long-term mastermind, and then I have a private mentor. They are two different people, right? Like, I'm not saying that you can only forever and for all time invest with one singular person. You might have a private mentor and want to do someone else's short-term mastermind, right? Like, we don't need to take it to absolute extremes. But the point is you are solidly in someone's world. You are solidly being role modeled to by someone. You are solidly in their work and, like, really going deep and really understanding it. And also being able to revisit it through 
these like different phases of your life and business. Like one of my clients literally told me in my program, Unstoppable, it's all about feminine leadership and power in business and career. She was like, yeah, I'm doing Unstoppable for like the 10th time. It's like every time she gets to a new level or feels a new up level, she goes back and does it. I'm like, yes, this is, this is the power, right. Of, of actually committing yourself instead of being like, oh, well, I'm on my 60th program since I took that one, right? And she still invests and she still absolutely invests in new things, but she also come continuously comes back to, you know, what's inside my world. And there's really something to that and just knowing who your absolute core people are, right? And like I said, it might be a journey to get there, but check the part of you that's like looking for a new activation, that's looking to feel excited again, that only invests when you have a problem that where one mentor triggered you, so now you need a new one instead of just like looking in the mirror where you're like, oh, you've been projecting on one mentor, so now you need another one. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we have got to learn how to play the long game inside of our relationships. (laughs) And like you don't have to look far to see how many people who are on the top also speak about their mentors and the people who've deeply influenced and deeply been a part of their life. It is like absolutely for a reason. And you know, some people need to go on the journey of investing in 60,000 different places to figure it out. And like, cool, if you want to do that, or you don't have to do that, but everybody's going to have to like walk their individual experience 100% for sure. But I'm telling you, it's a piece of the equation. And then the last skill set that I want to cover is leadership skills. Leading yourself, leading team, leading others. Everybody's like, I want to be a leader. I want to get paid like a leader. And I'm like, yes, amazing. But leadership is not about calling yourself a leader on the internet. (laughs) Leadership is about actually leading yourself so powerfully that other people see you as a leader. Like I always say, these like quote unquote high level clients, that everybody says that they want. I'm like, it's not just because of what you said on the internet. Although of course your mindset, your, your wisdom, your perspectives, the things that you embody are extremely important. I'm not deducing that, but there's so much felt like people can feel how you move. You feel the people where you're like, that bitch just is not quit. You know what I mean? Not like she doesn't rest, but like she's in it you know you're going to open the phone and see her. You know that she's going to be selling every day. You know she just has so much power behind her work. You know she is moving. like, And you just feel off of her that how she's moving on the cameras, how she's moving behind the scenes, and like the girl is moving. You feel that kind of power, right? That's someone who's exhibited a very high level of self-leadership, right? They speak, people listen, very high level of self-leadership. So much of power is actually high levels of self-leadership. When you can lead yourself powerfully, you can lead others powerfully. And not only that, you're also going to need to be able to lead a team, right? You want a legacy? Guess what? That means the business can function without you. For the business to be able to function without you, what does that mean? Other people are running it, (laughs) right? And while you're still the CEO, while you still participate as much as you desire to, you get my point. If you want to have a big, scalable, sustainable business, there's actually a lot of focus, a lot of trust, and a lot of building a team. And I hear so many people complain about what their team's doing, not doing this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, are you leading your team? Are you just assuming that you pay people and they're just going to know exactly what to do, exactly how you like it, 
exactly what your vision is for the business, exactly how everything should be going. Like it's kind of delusional. And I really learned a lot about team leadership, I would say, especially when I worked in finance, when I was working for BlackRock, because it was such a huge firm. I mean, the firm was managing trillions of dollars international. Do you know what I mean? There would be like hundreds of people on one team. And I was in a lot of roles where it was like I was responsible for like maintaining the cohesiveness, the communication, like all of these different things within teams and across teams. And I really saw what was required. And while, you know, we may not have or need businesses where there's hundreds of people on the team, like I will tell you that is not going to be my team, (laughs) not that many people. But you get my point, right? It's like you actually have to show up powerfully for your team. And it's like you're not just treating them like they're your assistants, like although they are, you also need to be a leader. And so that means you need to actually learn leadership skills. You need to actually learn how to manage a team. You need to actually be able to communicate. And I'm not saying that you need to have every solution. Like, of course, these people are going to come in with a skill set that, that we're looking for. Right. So for me, right. I'll know what I want, but sometimes I'm like, this is where I want us to get, what's the best way of doing that. And then I'll evaluate the options my team comes up with. Right. So I'm not saying that like you need to be able to do exactly everything that they do, but I'm saying that we need to actually strengthen leading the team. And so, and also just leading the business and being a CEO. And what I've seen at my level where I am now and having built this multiple seven figure business since 2020 and beyond is there's so much focus on leadership, so much focus on strengthening your own leadership, so much focus on strengthening your ability as a CEO and to really navigate a big and growing business like to the next level. So much focus on leading team. Like, it's actually unbelievable in getting your team to this place where it's like actually a well-oiled machine. So these are the areas, six things, six areas. Was that six? I think so. One, two, three, four, five, six, counting my list. Yes, six. Six areas that I have really noticed are resounding commonalities amongst highly successful people. And if you are desiring to come play my world, I want to let you know that one, I'm so excited. So we've just launched The Vault. The Vault is on my website. That is going to give you access to all of my master classes. And well, if you can purchase the whole vault or you can purchase the master classes individually, if you purchase the whole vault, you will receive a discount for access to all the master classes. And then you can buy each master class um, individually. This is a great place to start in my world and then also to dive into specific, very specific topics, no matter whether you're starting in my world or not. I always say, like, I do not launch and release my master classes simply to upsell you to another thing. These are serious teaching moments. I do not hold back. I do not withhold information. It's literally just that we are vibing out on this topic. I'm teaching this topic in a one to two hour time frame. Like there is nothing held back. I take them very seriously. And the fee- one of my clients in the last masterclass I taught, Scale said that if she could stand up and give me a standing applause, like standing ovation, she would. Like they are that good. <laughs> like I will boldly say that. So I highly recommend heading to the vault and jumping into my masterclasses. Um, My next program is Call Me Daddy. Call Me Daddy is all about having big D energy in your business, meaning I'm really going to be taking us through like the evolution of what it looks like in terms of if we expect to have a big business and big growth and be making big bank of what it looks like in terms of us showing up as a client, us showing up as a mentor and the evolution in both of those spaces. Because I've realized a lot of people feel a lot of money, a lot of money 
into spaces, into programs, masterminds, private, et cetera. And they actually do not know how to evolve a container, how to show up as a client, all of these different things in order to best leverage the space. And this is one of those things that like people don't invest in and need to. And then something that I have always done very well. And so I'm teaching to it. And then also the way that I've seen my own mentorship and like when I've been in long-term spaces where I actually want to stay, which has not been many, and I'll tell you why, because those people don't know how to accept with, you know, I would say like my current mentor, it's like people don't know how to evolve their leadership style and the leadership for their container and then also for their own evolution. So this is actually really important if you want to be one of those people who's just like people just fucking love to stay in your world. And then also to that on the big dick energy and leadership vibes is like, I'm going to be teaching about the different styles of containers, meaning masterclasses, programs, masterminds, private, mini masterminds, boxer broadcasts, all of these different things, right? People are playing around with all of these different types of offers and not necessarily understanding when and at what place in business is going to be best to leverage what, how to set up these containers, how to sell these containers, what kind of container is appropriate for what, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because we really want to be very masterful. And I've always been good at selling every style of container. And not everybody has that experience. Like some people get stuck. Like private's easy for them to sell. And then not programs. Programs are easier for them to sell. And not private. And like this, that, and the other. And so I'm really going to be peeling back what goes into selling each of these types of offers and really how they fit in your business and when to be doing them and when not to be. (laughs) And like the different lenses that you want to take to help make you create success in all of these different categories and to be very dialed in very importantly to like how you're building your business and how you're leveraging different styles of containers. So I'm really excited for this program. We are starting in September. Um, If you want to be part of the newer programs in my world in a bundle, you can buy the new program bundle still, which is Overflow, How to Shit on the Internet, Call Me Daddy, and then all the masterclasses that I run from now till the end of Call Me Daddy or the summer program bundle, even though Call Me Daddy is starting in September, which is how to shit on the internet, my content program, Call Me Daddy, and then the masterclasses. And then 888, the mastermind, it only runs twice a year. So this is the last time this year is my mastermind. For those of you, it's my eight-week mastermind. It's my only short-term business mastermind. For those of you who are desiring to step into 20K to 100K cash months with the vibe being sold out of the standard, get paid every day, velocity with money. 888 is starting late September. So please come claim your space. We are in early bird now. If you want to do business with me and you are ready to zoom, zoom into those income numbers and you either already have a foundation in business or you've already been inside the cohort so that I know that you have one, you don't have to have learned business from me in the cohort, but I'm saying we need to already have a foundation. Like, do you know what I mean? You haven't, you've, you've hit a 10 K month as an example, right? Because we're really going to be focused on the elevation in terms of strategy and energetics. And this space yields insane results. Check the enrollment page every single time I open it. This will be the third round, which I'm so excited for. And you are able to dive into the content and into the prior rounds replays as soon as you join. So you're going to be able to just get moving before we even start live, which is so exciting. There are also a few spaces enrolling in Fempire. Fempire is my highest level long-term mastermind. So six or 12 months. That's going to be for those of you stocking to 30K to 100K cash months um, who want them to be continuous, sustainable, scalable, all the different things. Um, The structure of Empire is two hot seat coaching calls a month. You have a quarterly private call with me a month. You have rolling boxers. I'm in the boxer Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. You have access to all masterclasses and programs, special bonus content. It's a fucking vibe in Vampire. 
Um, you should definitely scroll back on the podcast and listen to episodes of women who've been inside. They're really good. And it's just vampires just so close to my heart. And then if you are early in business, come join us inside the cohort. That is my four-month multidimensional business ascension for those of you stepping into consistent five-figure months. So that is the vibe. You can always head to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com to check out all of the offers. They are on my homepage. The bundles are not, but everything's also in episode notes. Or just message me on Instagram if you have any questions about what to join when. The August masterclass is coming up in a few weeks too. So I'm going to link that in episode notes as well. It's still a secret. I'll reveal it soon. Um, But thank you so much for being here today. Love you. And I hope this was helpful. I would love to hear how the episode landed for you. Just hit my DMs. Let me know. And also, I love it when you guys share the show. Thank you so much. And also for tagging me with how it's impacting you. And then, of course, like, please, as always, forward it to anyone who you feel like it would help. And please leave reviews. You're all you're always able to rate and review the podcast. And you can email your screenshot into assistant at jocelynkellery.com or DM it to me and receive $200 off any offer. It is so helpful for getting the show out there. So I love you so much. And I will be back soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.